podcast time. Yeah, here's how we're starting it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go right into it. Is it about that time for a podcast? Let me let me check my watch. Oh, it's podcast time. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm Andrew. David. Legend. And what are we here for today? Today we are going to discuss a topic that I know about, that Legend knows about. I don't think you know about it. Oh, I know nothing about what we're going to talk about. It's a we've, complete surprise to you. We've kept this secret from you, um, like many things. Yeah, Legend of I have been doing research without ever telling you about it. A lot it. of secrets in the friend group I'm just discovering. Yeah, we've been diving deep and we've been hiding this from you. I'm ready, guys. All right, so the subject is vampires. Oh, You know what? I'm glad we're talking about vampires because I watched Blade last week. And I'm kind of an expert now. Oh, God. Not this again. So, uh, how'd you like it? Well, I mean, it's a cinematic classic. It's and, the best. You know, the one message I did take away from it is that, yes, it is open season on all suckheads. Can I say that the opening scene of Blade is still the best comic book action scene? You can't beat a vampire nightclub blood rave no it's absolutely the best i'm uh, gonna be honest i've never seen blade and i don't really want to after the way you guys explained it you've never seen blade it's a, it's a classic it's a great film and i'm sure it's very relevant to what we're going to talk about right yeah so i mean the vampires in blade are very similar to the vampires we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about the new england vampire panic of the 1890s 1890s yeah so this is not a recent vampire panic i mean it depends on how you define recent the earth's pretty old yeah you know how they have the new england patriots the nfl team well this is the new england vampires <laughs> a lesser and what sport do they play legend um they play the sport of tuberculosis <laughs> consumption so, yeah consumption uh yeah i don't know why they ever changed the name like consumption is such a good name for a disease it's just a classical wasting disease i have a bit of the consumption it just rolls off the tongue <laughs> oh um, you know me i'm stuck with assumptions can't go out tonight boys yeah, oh my stomach hurts so bad from that consumption tuberculosis gross consumption classy yeah we're we're fans of consumption here on the podcast so how does tuberculosis factor into these vampire panics? Yeah, so back in the 1800s in, uh, in New England, there was a lot of tuberculosis running uh, rampant. Roughly 25% of the population died from it during that time. And people didn't really understand what was causing everyone to get sick. And so during that time, there were a lot of people who thought that consumption was actually their dead relatives coming from the grave and killing them, sucking the blood from their bodies, sucking the life force from their bodies, and killing them. And so that's where the vampire panic started. Which I mean, is very, you know, plausible. Yeah, the the science is there. I mean, what else is causing all these things? Yeah. And yeah. You're, you're trying to find a, a reason, you know, to all this, because you said, what, a fourth of everyone... Uh, yeah, that's the estimate. It? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, a lot of vampires is what I'm hearing. I don't want to suggest that, you know, I've done all the research myself. I haven't done the numbers, but from what I've heard, that's a quarter of the population. Yeah. We don't. On one this, fourth. Yeah. <laughs> one fourth. We don't try to say that we're experts, uh, on this podcast or of, of, uh, vampires or. No, I am a, an expert on vampires. I'm just not. 
legally speaking, not the New if, England vampires, not the full. Yeah, not movie. the full. If yeah. you watch all three Blade movies, you're considered an expert. That's a fact. I have seen all three Blade movies. Uh, I've seen three more Blade movies than Legend has seen. You know, there was an interview with a vampire once, and you can learn a lot from that. I have. So one of these cases uh, in the vampires was actually uh, Mercy Brown. Murphy Brown? Mercy. Mercy Brown. <laughs> it's definitely God, Mercy Brown. God, God rest her soul, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. She was a real one. Um, what, what happened to Mercy, David? Yeah, so Mercy Brown died. She died a long time ago. She died in 1892. Uh, she died most likely of tuberculosis. May have been vampirism, probably tuberculosis. I mean, we can't rule out vampirism, and they certainly didn't. Yeah. No. <laughs> they oh, certainly did not. The t- the town did not. They actually uh, convinced her dad, Edward, um, R.I.P. as well, to dig up her body. I think his name is George. Was it George? Yeah. He's got vampires on the brain. You know, Team Edward over here. I think her parents were George and Mary. Yeah. Honestly. You know, New England dads back then just had like four real names. A lot of Johns. I'm yeah, guessing. Johns and Georges and Edwards. Sorry, I just had to You know our listeners are at home saying that was not Edward. That was yeah. George. How Brown. dare you? Yeah. Um, yeah, so she died. Uh, she was the third in her family to die after her mom and sister. And back then they assumed that vampires would come up from the grave and attack an entire family. So if you had a family that was dying, it's very likely it was one of the family members doing it is what they thought. It's pretty but, obvious if you, you know, look at it. Yeah. The math adds up. Makes sense. Uh, TB, very contagious, airborne. So it kind of makes sense the people you'd be living with would get it. I don't know, some invisible virus, uh, infection, or your own relatives succumbing to vampirism. Yeah. It, it, it'd be your own, literally. Uh, <laughs> 1800s style. It'd be your own. So because they thought that uh, vampires were attacking this family, uh, her sister, or no, her brother, was also sick at the time. So after she died, what they did was they dug up the entire family. They dug up the mom. They Gotta start with the whole family. The whole family. The whole family. They got the mom, they got the sister, they got Mercy. Oh, they got everyone. They got everybody. They brought them all out. The cousins and the the grannies, everyone? Yeah, everybody. They laid all the the corpses out. They said, okay. Maybe even a couple extra just to fill it out. Yeah, we're going to find some... We could probably be related. We got the shovels already. Let's just bring them all out. Well, you know Joe lived across the street. (laughs) That guy too? He's close enough. Dig him up. Yeah, dig him up. So so they dig up all the bodies and they checked. So who's a vampire? They checked the mom. Nah, she's, she's bones. They check the sister. So what are they looking for when they're checking them for the dark gift of vampirism? I think they're looking for normal vampire stuff. They're looking for cool clothes. They're looking for uh, fangs. Uh, evidence of a blood rave. Evidence of a blood rave, yeah. Martial arts skills. Um, no, what they're looking for was their decomposition levels. Were they decomposing at the rate that they would expect? So fresh and juicy looking. Yeah, and what was interesting about Mercy was that her body was pretty much not as decomposed as they thought, um, because in those two months where she was buried, because of the temperature and the soil, I believe, um, she was not as decomposed, and they said this was an obvious sign of vampires. And that's the scientific opinion. The scientific opinion, yeah. You you take out the corpses, you check. So Mercy uh, had the signs of vampirism that 
they commonly saw, which is the nails growing. Would you trust a scientist if they told you vampires weren't real when they're in the pocket of big vampire, David? I would never trust a scientist under any circumstances. You I heard it here first. Yeah, I look my own We're own very anti-science, <laughs> pro-vampire awareness. If I've not done the research myself, gotten out my microscope. Trust no. me, I've done the research. I watched all the Twilights. <laughs> so you can't trust them. So they checked, they saw that her fingernails had grown. They saw that her hair had grown. Of course, that wasn't the case. That's just what happens with uh, bodies as they're decomposing is the skin recedes and it looks like these things have happened. Uh, she didn't look like she decomposed very much. There was blood found in her heart, which at the time they thought was a sign of drinking blood. Uh, it's probably just, yeah. But, sign. you know, sure, there's all this science. But what if she was actually just the one vampire that they managed to find? Well, there's 80 examples of them doing this, so they probably found at least 80. I mean, have you seen a vampire recently? They got them all. They got them. They got them. Yeah, so uh, they checked her. They saw that there was blood in her heart. They said, yeah, that's a vampire. Uh, the sister, the mom, they had died prior, so they did not have those things, but she was only two months uh, in the ground. So after that, they, uh, they decided to do some things to cure the vampire issue, uh, Legend. Yeah, so they fired it up, you know. It was a party. They they burnt up the heart and um and then used her ashes to make a drink. Uh as one does. Ooh, uh kind of vampire elixir is what I'm hearing. Maybe an yeah. anti-vampire elixir. What do yeah. you guys think that tasted like? I'm thinking spicy. I think you mix ashes in. You want it to taste all right, right? Because you want it to go down good. A little maybe. bit of pepper. A little pepper. Some citrus, maybe. Add a, add a lime. Yeah, add a lime. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Maybe lime, lemon. The first recorded instance of McDonald's Sprite. It probably had a ridiculous name, too. You know, <laughs> like Mercy Me. <laughs> oh, oh, too soon. Too soon. R.I.P. My bad, Mercy. For yeah, alleged vampire, Mercy Brown. Mercy Brown. Um, and then they gave it to her brother, right? Yeah, they gave uh, Murphy Brown's brother the elixir. So he had the power of every vampire that they ground up to make this smoothie. No, he died. He died. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, so he took it. Shortly then, after. Yeah, like then two he died months two months after. later. So he had to watch his two sisters and mom get exhumed. He had to see the liver and heart burn from his sister. He had to drink the ashes from her corpse, and then he died. Did he come back as a vampire? No. Uh, actually, that was the end of the uh, curse through the family. Like, after that... So uh, it worked. George, yeah, George Brown didn't ever get TB after that. Well, we have those fine minds to thank for the end of that vampire pandemic. <laughs> That's what I'm taking from this. Yeah, no, they took care of it. They took care of business. So, um, as much as we might say today that, like... That was the wrong thing to do. It it did it. It worked. Yeah, looking back, who's to say vampires aren't real? <laughs> yeah. Hard, hard to tell if Mercy was a hero or we got him. Uh, I don't think she was a hero either way. Like, she was probably just either a, a victim. Or a victim. A victim yeah. or yeah, a vampire. You know, in a certain lens, this could be a very tragic story on what people will believe when confronted with, you know, mortality. I mean, it could be. Could be. Yeah. But you know what? The uh, the New Englanders at the time, when they uh, dug up these bodies, they, usually there was a party involved. Um, 
think one of the first towns they did it in was uh was called Woodstock. I've heard of that town. Everything anything Woodstock, ever happened there? At a Woodstock. Any vampire sightings at the Woodstocks? <laughs> at the Woodstocks. The, <laughs> the the famous Woodstocks. The OG. Yeah. The um, one in the nineties. Definitely no vampires. And you know at, at why's that? Well, I mean, you got Blade walking the day, <laughs> taking out all suckheads. No, no vampires at Woodstock '99. He's on the case. Yeah, but their first Woodstock, that could have been vampires. Yeah, he was a baby. They're a groovy then. bunch. Yeah, yeah. At uh at these Woodstock events, you know, they it would be a whole celebration. Um, they'd fire it up and they would try to smoke, inhale some of that uh that good. That good, good, <laughs> that good, good vampire uh, ashes, and um, yeah, it sounded like a a good time for everyone. I, I wonder, uh, you know, probably not the Elfie's gonna come out with the new. You know, I'm just jeweling my vampire. <laughs> yeah, I just got the my puff juice. bar. I have the ashes of my family members inside my vape, <laughs> and I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do a vape tribute to David. Smoke. Just to make sure he's not a vampire. Uh, yeah, I'm smoking that mercy pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this blueberry cloud is for sure not a vampire. It's our friend David. Uh, yeah, I die first in this scenario, right? It's a given. Okay, okay. Just yeah. When uh when David brought up this topic, I thought it was super interesting. Um, I'd never really heard of it, you know. Yeah, I like um hearing about uh vampires, about corpses being defiled, about tuberculosis. It was a topic. Well, I mean, there's a long history of vampires, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, in general. <laughs> like we didn't just come up with it, you know, in New England. No, no. Yeah, so looking up the history of uh of vampires, um do you guys know where it actually originated from? If you had a uh, guess. Um Mm. Going on strictly movie knowledge. Um, what does Blade say? Yeah, I would say the '90s from uh, New Line Cinema. Yeah, they is where started they came from. in the '90s. Yeah. Um, actually, it was brought over from Europe. Uh, I think the first time the word vampire was used was in the 10th century, and uh, later German um, immigrants came and settled out in Pennsylvania and uh, and brought that kind of lore and then um hessians when they served uh, for the british military boo um also, boo the british military <laughs> also uh we tied them the usa usa, USA. <laughs> so they brought vampires with them is what i'm yeah, hearing the, the damn hessians brought over their vampires but as well. i'm guessing they also brought their vampire hunters and I think that evens things out. Yeah, so they brought these people who knew how to dig up they corpses, really defile them. Um, um, Regular them. Van Helsing's is what I've heard. Yeah. It is at least, you know, because I've seen this compared to like the uh, um, like the Salem Witch Trials. At least all the victims here were pretty much dead people. Like they never accused any living people of being a vampire. So right. That, that's handy. You know, the witch menace was out of control. <laughs> yeah. Are but, we pro the Salem Witch Trials as a podcast? Is that <laughs> all I'm saying? Is these people solve their vampire problem? How how did they solve their vampire problem? Uh, so I think they solved their vampire problem by in 19 I want to say 21 22 maybe 23 the uh, the vaccine for TB was invented. So mostly it was through knowledge. I think is how they solved it. 
or the an- the vampire vaccine. The vampire vaccine. You're telling me a vaccine solved all our problems? I mean, it introduced a whole host of problems, right? Like we've seen all the dangers. I'm of the very TV pro vaccine. vampire awareness. Yeah, that's my official political stance. <laughs> Are you aware of vampires? You should be. Should be very aware of them. Uh, Andrew, would you be a vampire if you could? Oh, a hundred percent. Number one, fashion. Number two cool raves number three you don't have to spend that much on sunscreen that's true well for our viewers who don't know what andrew looks like he's a very um how would you describe him handsome man who happens to be brown (laughs) almost too handsome for a vampire no i would say not handsome enough if you saw me i would definitely be typecasted (laughs) as a werewolf Unfortunately, <laughs> but my heart lies. He's definitely with just the one coven. of the wolves. He's yeah, one of the wolves. You're a werewolf. I'm a vampire. Yeah. Is how I would describe. Yeah, it. yeah David. On the other hand, very, um, very pale. Very pale. I don't particularly enjoy the sun. I would choose to be a vampire if I could um, live forever. Uh, I'd like to be able to like. Sometimes they can fly. That's kind of cool. Read minds. It just depends. If it's a blade vampire, they just bite people. But. I don't know. There's not really a DoorDash for vampires, so it might be inconvenient to be a vampire and a foodie, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think a lot of vampires eat food, just just people. Oh, I'm talking, that's the new food. That's the new food, yeah. You know, how many types of blood are there actually, right? You know, you got Mexican, you got Japanese. You can't just go out for, like, the burrito equivalent of a person. That is not a type of blood. Yeah. yeah. For a type of blood? Yeah, like, that's not how yeah. blood works. Exa- exactly. You know. You, no, bet- I'm, not, I'm not agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm disagreeing with you. Yeah. Uh, what I'm hearing is <laughs> explicit agreement with me. Wait, Andrew, what's the Mexican blood and the Japanese blood? What's, what's the difference? I don't know. Maybe AB is, you know, more sushi and... O negative is like a, just a really filling burrito. I don't. Legend, would you be a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, vampires out there? No. Feel free to respond. <laughs> Andrew, Yelp reviews. what are your top three favorite vampires if you had to pick? Right. I know it's hard. I know, I know it's, it's hard. hard. And, you know, number one, it's got to be Blade. Just recency bias. Half vampire. He's a vampire. My favorite daywalker, number two, Count Chocula. Okay. Uh, he doesn't drink blood. Do you know that for sure? I think he, he just, can. There's he a can, non-zero chance. He can do both. I've never seen him drink blood. I've seen Count Chocula do a lot of things. Can well, you, most can you do his box. accent? <laughs> David, can you do Count's accent? Is, is he allowed to do a Count Chocula accent? I don't think I'm allowed to do a Count Chocula accent, No. I think that that would be offensive. Imagine getting canceled for your Count Chocula impression. That's how I would want it to go out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's number three? What's number three? Number three. Oh, uh, from Interview with a Vampire, Armand. Armand. Yeah. That's number three. He's got the hair. He's got the Antonio Banderas, you know, (laughs) fire to him. If there's one thing he has, it's the Antonio Banderas. I mean, you know, the wig alone. Oh, it's a great wig. It's a great wig. Uh, Legend, have you seen Interview with a Vampire? I have not. Legend, have you seen a movie? Hmm. Maybe once? <laughs> one, one movie? Have you ever seen a vampire movie? 
Have I ever seen? I feel like he's seen movie. more vampires in real life than he has movies. It's very likely. Yeah. I guess vampires wouldn't really see vampire movies. Huh? Um, that is an interesting question. Yeah. So I see a lot of people movies. So I guess a vampire might see a vampire movie. Maybe they're offensive, you know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's people doing vampire face. A lot of times they seem pretty cool. Uh, did either of you two like vampires as kids? I remember watching The Littlest Vampire, which is a cute vampire movie for children, but horror- horrifying in what it implies that this family, they're the cool vampires because they don't drink human blood. Oh, such cool vampires. I know. What about yeah. you? You got a vampiric experience? Yeah, I really liked vampires as a kid, but I was terrified of them. So, um, a healthy respect should. and fear for respect. vampires. Yeah. yeah, the first uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Um, I mean, the only Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, the original. <laughs> One of many to be announced. Yeah, they keep going up. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Um, so I didn't see the movie as a kid, but my dad worked in a movie theater, and he brought me into the auditorium right as uh, Pee Wee Herman was a vampire in that movie, uh, Paul Rubens. And uh, there's a scene where he like comes up from behind the bed and like bites Buffy. I saw that. I got terrified. That's a core memory for sure. Yeah. So I slept with a cross for a long time after Smart that. child. As a kid, uh, I would check my parents' teeth for fangs. Any future parents out there, make sure to instill a healthy fear and respect for vampires. A very healthy fear and respect. I, yeah, I, I don't still sleep with like a cross, but I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah. I mean, just a crossbow. Just a cro- yeah. <laughs> now I'm ready. Straight through the heart. Legend, uh, did you like vampires as a kid? Yeah, I never got any exposure. Um, I had a very controlled. Uh, you movie, just dressed movie as a vampire, experience. correct? Yeah. Your family must have been vaccinated against tuberculosis. Then. Yeah, uh, we did not have the consumptions. I don't think. Yeah, just, you would know. Yeah, you would know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one interesting thing about uh, consumption too, though. Is like it was a very mysterious disease. Like it would. Uh, Sometimes kill you within months. Sometimes it would lay dormant for like decades. And so that I think kind of helped with the curse element of it because people would like leave and come back and still be sick. And then when they'd come back and get sick, they'd be like, oh, yeah, of course, they're closer to the grave. I mean, if I was living in 1890 and would I believe that my neighbor had this invisible illness that just came about or vampire curse, which is much more real and relatable. Yeah. And considering how old that kind of lore had been around, right? We're talking about the 10th century. And you so know, now in the 19th century, they're still kind of... A storied tradition of vampirism in this beautiful nation of America that we are not honoring anymore. <laughs> we, we need to go back to our roots. We need to dig up some, <laughs> some graves. The, the vampiric roots of this country are understated. Yes. Our vampire founding fathers... Wouldn't like how this country's going. One uh, one interesting thing they, too they'd be was, rolling in their graves. Yeah. One thing I found interesting was <laughs> well, like rolled over, right? <laughs> rolled rolled completely over, yeah. rolled completely over, Staked through the heart. Yeah, yeah headless. What thing, <laughs> thing I found interesting was that uh, they weren't actually calling them vampires, like the people of New England. They were treating them like vampires, but they never used the word. Instead, it would be like journalists come through and be like, "Oh, these crazy people believe in vampires," but. Like it was vampires. So all those zombie movies where they're like, "Oh, they're not zombies, but they're walkers or shamblers." It's real. Yeah, yeah. Like, in real life, you give it a different word, even though you know it, what it really is. I mean, we all know we're talking about vampires, but 
Yeah. Is there a better term for vampires? Because I heard one pretty recently. What's that? What is that? Suckheads. <laughs> and right. it's open season on them. All right. Well, I think maybe it's about time we wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so Welcome much. Welcome to the for... Bladecast, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us um, on our first ever podcast. Uh, this was very enjoyable to research. Uh, and thank you, David, for bringing up the topic. Yeah, thank you, uh, Legend, for uh, sitting here with me. And Andrew was also here. I appreciate the surprise of getting to talk about vampires. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, bye. Peace. See you later. <laughs>